powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome, 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 Leafs fans from far and wide. Welcome to Game Over Toronto, powered by Sports Interaction. Sports betting is on everyone's mind right now, and Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook. Before the game starts, live in play, or how your favorite player will perform, Canada plays at SIA, doing it right since 1997. With the most competitive odds, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head over to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Please be 19 or older, and please play responsibly. Now, Armand, I need to take a breath after this one. Oh I don't know my how we're going to do this. God. I legitimately cannot think. <laughs> like, all the blood... Just like went to my head and I like it's gone. There's I was lightheaded, there. dude. This this whole game, I was so lightheaded. I was I really thought that um I wasn't gonna make it. That is <laughs> so nervous. one of the most stressful games I've ever like watched. Yeah. Oh my god. We turtled so hard in the third period, man. They were pouring it on. Oh, dude, not in the third. Forget about the third. The start of the second period, man. We were just completely yeah. turtling, and I was just clinching onto my seat, oh. like, please. Please make it through. <laughs> I was counting out each second. I'm like, is just is time going slower or something? Like, what what's going on with Honestly, this? The third period felt like it was like three times longer than the first. It yes. was just, it was so bad. Like, hey. holy shit, man! But we held on. We held on. And you know why we held on? Campbell Stoop, baby. Oh my god, this glorious, glorious player. You. Absolutely stole the show for the Leafs today, and um, yeah, absolutely. That's off to him, man. He had a phenomenal game. Apart yeah, from yeah, like we... the crazy saves that he was making, I mean, he absolutely stole this game from the from the Bolts. But positionally, he was phenomenal, just in all aspects. This was such a good game from him. Yeah, we were talking, you know, <laughs> midway through the second period, and at that time, the shots were like thirty to twenty, <laughs> and Arnish and I were discussing it, and we were like. You know, Soup hasn't had, like, it doesn't look like he's had a lot of shots. You know, the shot clock isn't that, like, high for him. But mm. he's been really good. And then the third period happened, and I don't know what the shots ended up being. What, what were the shots? <laughs> I actually wanted to check. Yeah, I think it out, but it was at the end of it, right? Yeah, like, it well, was... Even apart from that, like, in the first period, right? I think we were up, like, 16 to, to 9 or 16 to 10. And even though even though we were up on shots... It did not seem like we were we were just outplaying yeah, were, the bolts, right? They were, we were still getting chances. It was way too competitive, and um, yeah, like early on, um, there was quite a few times that that Campbell had to make some big, big saves for us, and the rest of our team, especially like uh, we'll talk about it later on. But McKayev, Kerf, uh, McKayev in particular, actually, he had a phenomenal game today. Yeah, McKayev and he was, was all over the place. He got rewarded for it with two empty nets. Yes, but uh, well yeah, deserved so the shots. Shots ended up being 36 to 34. And in the third period, Tampa had 14 to us seven. And it felt like so much more than that. <laughs> so much more. It felt like they had like 25 in the third period alone. It was nerve wracking. And like, you know, I want to bring up two saves from Campbell. Mm-hmm. One is the toe save he got. I forgot on who it was, where uh, uh, the guy drove the net. He beat Brody wide and then he drove the net and he got, it was the one that Muzzin got a hooking penalty on. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he got the, that was in the third, yeah. Just out, just enough. That was incredible. But more importantly, that save on Stamkos on the power play on the Muzzin penalty. <laughs> that was insane. I've 
literally thought it was in. Oh man, I there are so in. many. There's so many chances. Even that one where Brody got gets a stick out and it just hits the blade of his stick and gets deflected. And just goes off the post. Yeah, there's so there's, many there's close of, calls. There was a lot of points in this game where it could have gone sour for us, you know. And we're sort of lucky it didn't because I don't think we played a particular like the, the score today was five two and the score last game game two was five three when we <laughs> lost do you think this game was better than like you know what i mean yeah. like this does not feel like a five two game oh man you know what i mean like it it was not it wasn't yeah it was just too close for comfort hey, you- i did not like the way we played in the third period i thought we let the momentum get to us yeah and i thought we turtled and i don't like to see that mm-hmm. um what i will say is i really liked keith's timeout when he used it yep i thought that settled the team down pretty well for a few minutes but then it just got to us again they were pouring it on man absolutely like domination that third period it was scary yeah, yeah. real scary but hey yeah just keep in mind this is a 3-1 lead that we did not blow <laughs> <laughs> it was a 3 nothing lead firstly okay but the 3-1, <laughs> so, 3-1 like, is when i start sweating 3-0 i'm like okay <laughs> 3-1 <laughs> oh but, man like, speaking of of like campbell uh-huh I think we've done, like, you know, in terms of the goalie duel of Campbell versus Vazzy, like, are, Campbell's winning it, right? Like, I oh, know definitely, that yeah. no one really expected Vazzy to be as, like, and he's not even been bad. Like, he hasn't been bad, but as human as he has been. Yeah. Like, to me, this is the most ordinary Vazzy has looked in a playoff series since the sweep. You know what I mean? <laughs> and i'm not saying, something here <laughs> no, no no i'm not saying that i'm just saying he's been inhuman in uh-huh. past playoffs here yeah like the past two years we're talking like i think in like all of his elimination games he's like gotten a shutout or something like that it's something crazy i, I don't know what the stat is but it's something insane like that, that. level of dominance and, is impressive too right yeah he had sustained success for a long time in all three games hmm. like we're talking five goals in the first one Three goals in the second, three goals against him in the in the in this one. We've done pretty well, and his blocker side, like we're, if we look at that camp goal, it's the exact same as the game one goal. Mm-hmm. Exact same shot. The goal that you you said, "Hey, camp is never going to score again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on the game one broadcast, I was like, "Yeah, camp is probably not going to score again this series," <laughs> and then he goes and does it the next time we do one. Yes. Yeah. But it, I, I jinxed him, but on the positive side, so I'll be, I'm cool with that. A, a part of that, though, is also special teams, because again, our the first game as well as well as the second game, right? So a lot of a huge aspect of uh, yeah. of the goals against and the, the the whole play itself was revolving around penalties, right? So whether yeah. you're up on the on a power play or you're down on a PK, right? Special teams have been very very important throughout this entire series, so. It's been nice to see that our our special teams, especially for this game, look pretty good. Or, or PK especially, right? Mikheyev, we I mentioned him earlier, right? But um, I believe this was in the second period or second or third period. Uh, first no, period. first period. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where he had a crazy <laughs> a crazy play where he went all yeah. the way around the entire bolts net, right? Kept on at the puck, and this is on a three three against one at that point, right? And even yeah, after the puck got got thrown out a little bit. He made a huge dive, got a stick to it, and kept it in our possession. possession. He killed the entire pe- uh, penalty kill, yeah, that was essentially a, that was by himself. Solid, and that led that to a, solid, a scoring opportunity. It led to a goal. Yeah. yeah, that was a solid 35 seconds he killed on that first penalty. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first penalty. But uh, yeah, he, to me, 
<clears throat> so he was great all game. Even 5v5, he was phenomenal, Mikheyev. But that like penalty kill really showcased how much he's grown in terms of his uh, like puck protection ability in my eyes. Like, I, I, I don't know. This might just be me making stuff up. But in terms of my eye test, in past seasons, he would have lost that puck. Like, I feel like he's been using his body a lot more to kind of protect the puck. And, and he's playing with a purpose right now. I've never kind of seen this type of play from Mikhail. He is killing it out there. Yeah. And yeah, that penalty kill, especially, you know, you kill 35 seconds off. And then right after the penalty ends, Bush comes on to the ice and we get a three on one and we get that goal from, uh, from firstly, Bush. What a pass. Yeah, like what? Bush Engvall, um, and I believe it was Blackwell, Blackwell on that line too. Blackwell, yeah, they, yeah, beautiful play throughout. Yeah, penalty killers right at the end of a at the end of the pen, uh, right at the end of the penalty. Bush comes mm-hmm. on the ice and he he nails that pass straight to Blackwell and he's a yawning cage to score on. Yeah. Um, but that's created because our penalty kill, especially in that first period, was was dominant. So you know it's good to see because you know last game wasn't too good yeah. <laughs> in terms of penalty kill. So. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like getting that lead early was obviously super important for us. A bit scary from then on, but I'm glad that Mikheyev got the the two goals at the end. He totally deserved it. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He's utilizing his speed in in such a good way. Um, mm. Yeah, and like you know, we're not a team that's particularly good on the rush either, right? Because mm. we circle back really often to maintain possession. Yeah, and you know, if we don't see a lane you know, to drive the, the play up the ice, we uh-huh. tend to circle back and, you know, get set. Mikheyev literally always has a lane just because he's that fast. He's like one of our only rush players or like players that can be that effective on the rush. You know what I mean? Just because he can, he, he can speed by anyone. He had so, like a lot of good drives this game and, and it's crazy. It's yeah, just crazy. I like, he was him. just, he was essentially running around circles with these guys, right? Like yeah. Even the plays where, um, like, apart from the PK that we were talking about in particular, like even the the five on five, right? He was he was essentially just getting to just out outrunning these guys and getting to the puck first. And even if he's not able to collect it, he's wasting he's wasting time essentially, right? And that was huge yeah. for the Leafs, especially in the second and third, where you're holding on to any so the, the little sliver of lead that you have. You're trying to hold on for dear life to that, right? So any seconds that you're you're able to to waste away in that is is important, right? It's gonna gonna count against the clock for that so yeah for sure like in in terms of my first and second star it's Campbell and Mikheyev Mm -hmm. like those are the guys that I think made a difference and even if Mikheyev didn't score those two empty net goals yeah you know he'd be there I thought he was phenomenal this game yeah I thought he was absolutely phenomenal really good um two two things that I actually want to talk about first though is um are are two I guess like changes to our lineup right we we had some big changes where simmons yeah. he came out for uh for spezza right and this, yeah. this lineup, we'll go into more detail about it but i i was uh i was really happy with this right um the second change was hall coming in for uh Lilligren, right so let's yeah. talk about the spezza line uh the spezza change first because i believe that, that one's going to be a little bit more more understandable right um simmons again he's coming off of a pretty bad <laughs> game too right yeah. i mean he had he was taking stupid penalties and the whole team was looking bad but in particular those two two penalties that he took they led to scoring opportunities and to gold right yeah. and remember this is a 5-3 loss that we had right so who knows maybe if those two penalties or he didn't take those two penalties he could go 3 to 3 in overtime and who knows how it goes from there right so taking him off 
kind of made sense and he he understood that he he deserved it right after the yeah. game he came out and said hey i admit um i can admit when i'm wrong right i was wrong twice tonight and we paid for it yeah for sure um it makes sense i like you know we talked about it in game one as well when clifford took those dumb penalties i didn't like seeing spezza out you know to me i understand why like i totally get why you know keith before the series started you know came out and he said he was talking about it being a violent series right so it makes sense you want to put your tough guys out there so you can compete against that since then we've seen a lot of penalties be called you know this wasn't the series we were expecting it to be where the refs put their whistles away and you know let the, the toughness and playoff style kind of <laughs> play out right they were like, calling some stupid penalties where it didn't even in the regular season that, that stuff shouldn't have been called right so. yeah like i think I, I don't know what the 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 stat was but i think something i read somewhere that the the seven power plays we gave up on on game two was, were like the most we did all season long or something like that and uh yeah it's you you have to adapt to the series the way the series is going and to yep. me that like that adapt adaption i don't know adaptation the word adaptation <laughs> the adaptation <that> <laughs> i, got I don't you, think don't that's worry. the word either but uh there's an adaptation know. towards the 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 style of the game that's going on <laughs> trust me i got this <laughs> i think it's a good idea to put spets in there because you, you kind of have to trust or not yeah. even trust i'm not even thinking of going to say you have to trust the rest you can't mm. but you have to trust the precedent that was set yeah. you know exactly and if the precedent is that they're calling stuff there's no point in continuing to put out the tough guys and then having them take stupid penalties that cost your team you know? it's it's just... funny it's funny that you start talking about that right but uh if we look at this game in particular right um we we had the complete opposite of that situation happen right where yeah. it was a it was a bunch of penalties that weren't really getting called right they were they were just letting them play at it right i think one Vaz play huh the, the wait, before you get to the to, to the other play okay the vazi penalty where he touches the puck off of the trapezoid uh-huh that's an automatic one uh -huh. That should never be missed. And uh -huh. it happened at such in, like an important point in the game. Mm -hmm. I was very upset when I saw that replay. Like that is not something you can miss. It's an auto. It's an auto. You, you can't argue anything about like ambiguity there. And that yeah. really pissed me off. But yeah, continue. And that, that was kind of scary too, because again, he had injury troubles too, right? So rough. Um, but yeah, the one in particular I was trying to look at was when Engvall got shoved to the ground by Platt, right? And um it was funny because they both started going at it after each other, right? So like when uh, when K when uh, Engvall was shoved to the ground, he started throwing his his stick up, trying to like hook essentially Palat and keep him, or sorry, hook foot and keep foot on the ground. And when foot realized what was going on, he was trying to check him and keep him on the ground. It was a uh, it was a whole funny situation because at that moment the the refs were looking directly at it and they're like. Yeah, we're gonna choose to ignore this. This isn't uh, this isn't something that we're gonna call tonight. Yeah, you know it's the playoffs. Sometimes that happens. You kind of like as much as you want the refs to call stuff, mm -hmm. stuff is not gonna get called in the playoffs, and that's what they were expecting the whole time going into it. You know, yeah, the fact that they are calling stuff was a surprise to everyone. Mm -hmm. Refs are gonna be inconsistent every time, but I still do like Spezza coming in over over Clifford or over um, Simmons and Clifford for that matter. Yeah. Um, I think he's a good player. I think also the fact that he plays on the power play and he's the biggest shot threat on that second unit. Like 
Clifford and Spezza don't, I mean, sorry, Clifford and Simmons don't really play power play or PK, or they're not a big part of either, you know? Mm. So to me, it's important to get Spezza in there. He's, he plays in multiple situations and he's just the better player, you know? Yeah. So yeah. And again, like there's still a lot of, a lot of games to play, right? So Simmons will have an opportunity in event, uh, inevitably later on. Right. Um, like yeah. you said, it's, it's all, it all depends on errands and then how they expect the game to play through. Right. So yeah. If the um, series does get tougher. I wouldn't be opposed to putting if, Simmons in. He comes or in if first. an injury happens, I wouldn't be opposed to putting Simmons in. Yeah, you exactly. know, it depends. But the way the game, the series has gone so far, Spezza was 100% the right move. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about yeah, uh, Hall. what about Hall? Hall was funny because, <laughs> yeah. oh man, I thought it was all right, first of all. But like, okay, let's break down what happened when they actually broke up that parent. Because Geo Lilly was a parent that we saw actually a lot this this season right and i again he geo only came in after the trade deadline right and they already played a ton of minutes together i believe it was like 190 minutes together right and yeah. so splitting that lineup after a obviously a poor game in game two where honestly everybody was playing uh pretty bad was a little surprising to me um hall came in and he, he looked like he was playing, playing fine like i um he was like okay i did yeah game. you didn't you didn't see any issues but then the, he comes the, in and that's penalty. a huge penalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like, that us. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They yeah, did. That, so that was a bad penalty because he got caught. Like it was an okay penalty mm. to take in that like specific play. But yeah. The only reason he had to take it is because he caught caught out of position, you know? So I like, I'm so, I, I genuinely, I think Lily Grant should have been given a longer leash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we gave Muzzin and Hall like 40 games where they had like <laughs> 0.42 or something goal share, goal percentage share. Uh-huh. And we only give Gio and Lily like one bad game. Yeah. Where, and then he gets the boot. Uh-huh. Like there are reasons for it. And what I think kind of the, the reasoning is, is Hall plays the penalty kill and Lily Green struggles in the penalty kill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. after a game like game two, if you anticipate that penalties are going to get called and they sort of were this, uh-huh. this game as well, you know, it's nice to kind of get another penalty killer under your belt. Like, you know, if, you know, Lubushkin or, um, or uh, like Muzzin or Brody, if one of those guys goes to the penalty box, which they did this game, it's nice to have Hall there who can kind of slot. Then you have at least five D men who can penalty kill and, and be successful at it, you know? So that's my guess as to why he did that. My second guess is that um, he didn't uh, feel we needed the offensive help of Lilligren because we already scored five and three against the the Lightning. So maybe he was thinking, well, I want this to be a more defensive game. I don't want to uh, look at, you know, I don't want to have to, you know, put out a pairing that's a little worse defensively, even though I don't think they are. But, you know, to me, I think Hall is reputation wise considered a defensive defenseman and Lilligren reputation wise is considered an offensive defenseman. And then the third thing that I think could be the reasoning is the matchup game. Cause we don't have home ice advantage in this game, right? It's going yeah. in Tampa. So they get the last change, which means they can set up the matchups. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think potentially at least from, if I'm in Keith's shoes, I'm thinking, Liljegren is a very inexperienced D-man who we try to shelter, you mm-hmm. know? We don't give him the toughest minutes against the toughest competition entirely in the defensive zone. We try to utilize him to his strengths to develop him. Mm-hmm. We can't do that if we don't get last change. So I think potentially he thinks Cooper is going to try their hardest to get Stamkos 
in that Kucherov line against that third pairing with uh, Gio Liljegren and try to just like try to focus on Liljegren just to, you know, mess with it. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so I think maybe Keith anticipated that he didn't want to have to deal with that matchup. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, screw it. Let's just put in a safe guy who like, not necessarily a safe guy. I don't think Hall is a safe guy, <laughs> but someone who's more defensively minded for sure more experienced um in playoff hockey or something like that Mm -hmm. that's my best guess you know yeah that's interesting right because um like we were saying initially right if they were playing more of a defensive or if they're expecting a lot more penalties obviously yeah um hall's shown that he can play on the on the pk right and that'd be he'd be an asset to have on there right but if you're kind of trying to index towards your your i guess like your speed and your your skill when you have spezza in right um, yeah. It's kind of weird because you're kind of trying to play both sides at that point, right? Yeah. Um, you're trying yeah, to agree. index towards your towards your strength, your your strength, which is essentially your your speed and your skill and your your scoring opportunities, while you're trying to also put up someone who's not as great in those categories, right? It's it's yeah. weird because, like you said, right? Um, if one of our offensive minded uh, players go into the box, then you need all for that. Uh, you need Hall to defend, right? But in the same in the same mindset, right? Let's say if one of our our offensively if minded Riley defensemen goes, goes down, or yeah, if something happens, right? You yeah. also want someone there to pick up the pace, right? And that, and again, that, yeah. that was a huge issue that we had today, where we essentially just turtle and we just kept getting the shots laid out on us, right? We yeah. kind of, um, I think, if we played more of a, I don't want to say aggressive, because again, the 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 bolts were were just out out pacing us; they were just out shooting us. They were just dominating yeah. the defensive side. But if you try to move that away and try to take take over uh, the offensive side, it might open up some opportunities for you, right? Because yeah, honestly, sure. this was kind of just scary where you're essentially just hoping that nothing takes an off balance and goes in, right? You're hoping yeah. on and Campbell there were a ton of well, and you're hoping the, yeah, that yeah. nothing goes yeah. in. And yeah, there was, there was a ton that went off the bar as well, right? Um, yeah. So you essentially just prayed and hoped that things would go right <laughs> instead of taking, other- taking, uh, taking stuff into your own, in your own hands, right? Yeah, for sure. And the other thing that I was like kind of worried about going into the game when we uh, sat Lilligren is like, like you said, you know, we we don't really have a ton of guys who can, you know, make that transition play from the defensive zone to the offensive zone and kind of stretch the neutral zone. We don't like Riley's our best offensive D man, right? Brody doesn't play offensively. Muzzin barely plays offensively. Yeah. Uh, Hall doesn't play offensively. Lucian doesn't play offensively. <laughs> he's got, he's except for that goal. pass. Oh, what a beauty. Is, uh, he's changing that. Not an offensive but game. Yeah, no. Agreed, I don't yeah. know. I think he has three goals in like 200 something games. In the two NHL. for us, baby. <laughs> yeah, two for us. In like the last like two weeks of the season too, eh? Yeah. But uh, still, he's not offensive. And then uh, who, who am I missing? Gio is like, you know, he's good offensively, but not. Yeah, but he's he doesn't have the pace. As the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? He's old. He's so, old. If you don't have Sandine or Liljegren, I was really worried we would not be able to play a good transition game. You know, I was worried that we wouldn't be able to make a breakout pass or, you know, carry the puck from the defensive zone into the neutral zone and make a play to get the puck into the zone, into the offensive zone on a carry play. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was a bit worried about that. And the worries kind of subsided in the first period because we went up three nothing and I was like, oh, it's actually good that we have Hall out there because now we're going to have to play defensive. And we did play defensive, but way too defensive. We just <laughs> lost every amount of offense that we could generate because uh-huh. no one could, like, we were just hemmed the entire game. <laughs> we were holding on for dear life. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it was I stressful. I want to see that, man. <laughs> I want to see you not take your foot off the gas. I want to see you. <laughs> and I understand that score effects will take place. You still need someone who can kind of transition the, the puck up the ice, you know? Exactly, exactly. Especially because our D-man had the puck a lot mm-hmm. at the, you know, at the third period and the second period because we were in our end so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. need people who can make the right play. So, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on Hall. I don't necessarily disagree with the decision Mm. and we've got the win but i just i don't know if it was a good now do you keep him going forward though because again now we're playing the next game and um obviously simmons and clippard are available right but do you play those guys after spezza had such a fantastic game right and the other thing is again paul right we we have lilligren still there we have sandine obviously you put lilligren above sandine first of all right but do you give Hall another chance and let him continue? Or do you put Lilligren in and you go for the safe bet? Because, again, he's had a lot of inherent chemistry with Gio, playing 190 yeah. minutes with him in the regular season. I was curious about the expected goals from that Gio and Hall pairing. And they're actually good. Now, I don't like expected goals numbers off of a one-game sample. It's useless. That's also a five-goal five game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, like, you know... I, sometimes I worry that my perception of Hall is just because he's been on the team for a long time. You know what I mean? And he gets the, you know, he kind of gets the short end of the stick in terms of the blame a lot of the time. Um, and so sometimes I feel like I judge him too harshly, you know? Okay. But at the same time, that penalty, like, come on, man. Like, uh, that was rough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. You can't do that. Like, yeah. I don't like it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm curious what they do in game four. I think they keep it the same, though. I think they keep it the same because of the matchup game. Exactly. I think that's why. Honestly, no, I think I think you put uh you you put Lilligren back in. Honestly. In my opinion, you put Lilligren back in, put him with Geo. I think they played well together. Not after a W. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like I I feel it's not like it's not like whole dominated that shelter Lilligren, though. You dude. The matchup game was strong in this game. Mm-hmm. Like Cooper does the matchup game. Like yeah. he is incredibly good at adapting uh, on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like Matthews and Marner, that Matthews, Marner, and Bunting got mm-hmm. stuck to that head. That's actually something I wanted to talk pairing. about next. But uh, yeah, talk about this. Yes, yeah. like they got they got stuck to that head and Chernak pairing, mm-hmm. and um, in the Sorelli line, the shutdown line, and then they they put out uh, I think it was Stamkos. In the Kucherov line against Tavares, and in that third period, <laughs> they were laying the shots out, dude. They were abusing <laughs> them. They were abusing that line in the defensive zone. Like yeah. they just kept on hammering shots on net with mm-hmm. that line out. And I'm kind of worried. I like if I look at that game and I look at how Cooper did his line adjustments. Uh-huh. I'd be like, I as much as I like Lillian Green, I'd still be worried with ha- having him out there. I don't think he's dealt with that sort of uh physicality and pressure mm-hmm. you know see but the thing is, is like you're looking at the team yeah no but, but you're looking at a team where it's not like it's gonna get easier after this right so you kind oh, of have to eventually give give them some trust and see how it plays through right because if even if we get past yeah. the lightning we're gonna most likely play against the panthers right and the panthers are also offensively yeah. a dominating team right so at that point you're basically saying <laughs> hey let's the nhl there you go too. yeah and then at that point, you're basically saying, hey, let's just keep Hall in there and just shelter Lilligan and not give him any minutes, right? I think you still give him a shot. He had one bad game. I would say give, give him yeah. one more, see how it goes. I think, and then if it doesn't think, work, then 
yeah, play around with lineups and you can you can put in Hall in the next game. Personally, I agree with you. Like personally, I agree with you. I just don't think Keith will do that. Like to me, my prediction is that Hall stays in. Okay. And okay. that's that's just the way I see it with how NHL coaches are. And specifically, you know, with Keith's comments about Hall and uh Lilligren's inexperience, and that's why how he he was taken out. To me, that that showcases that he's not comfortable with like the matchup game against Cooper with Lily Green out. Uh-huh. He sees him as a as a bit of a potential hole that can be okay. abused. You know what I mean? So in my opinion, he should have a longer leash. Yep. I thought Lily Green and Geo were fantastic all season long. Oh yeah. And I thought yeah. they had a great game one. You uh-huh. know? So like it's tough that you only have one bad game out of like what 30 or something like that. And, yeah. and now you're off the fuck off the roster, you know? Yeah. It's I, it I depends, you know? yeah, we'll see. We'll see again. Like Sheldon, Sheldon Keith has has not shown or um, has always shown an ability to mix around lineups, right? He likes playing around with with different things and seeing what works, what doesn't work. So who knows? He'll play around with things. He'll he'll yeah, mess around. Sure. Like I think today, um, what was it? Bunton started on the first line and he was yeah. quickly on the, the on the period. third, third fourth or fourth. Line. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I think because Kerfoot again, moved to first line and then Engvall moved to third and yeah. Bunting went to fourth. And I think that was a testament because um, the first line really was not playing well right matthews we talked about this where you you uh you brought it up initially right yeah matthews marner bunton they played horribly horribly they weren't even they had a nine percent expected goal percentage yeah that line got shut down absolutely shut down i think they had one good flurry in the start of the third where matthews gets a great shot off and marner unfortunately hits the post twice (laughs) i think that was that was already when they changed to kerfoot uh, was that after that as well? Yeah, there you yeah, go. I think that was when, after and and Kerfoot played well when he was on that lineup, anyways. Yeah, game I one, he was phenomenal. Really good this game too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough. I, I like the the lineup changes that we did, especially with uh moving Engvall back to the third line. Hmm. Like, I don't know, I don't know why we took him off of that line, anyways. I think they're phenomenal together, Camp and Engvall. Um, even like Mikheyev when he's on that line, they, they all perform really well together. So I didn't really like the first change we made taking Engvall off that line. So I'm glad we've had him on a, uh, in the third period. I thought that was a good move, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting game. It uh-huh. felt very uh, one-sided for the second <laughs> half. <laughs> we got lucky those two goals that we got early and just kept, uh, or kept and, that lead. And oh like, man. When we're talking about the, the topic of stupid penalties mm. that, you know, screw your team over from tough guys, aka Simmons and Clifford. The first goal was off of a maroon penalty uh, <laughs> of what? What's it called? What did he do? Huh? I think it was a delay of game, right? It was. Yeah, I think it was. Del- it was. It was when he flipped the puck up and it went over the yeah, points, and, yeah, like, yeah. and then he delay was throwing a whole hissy fit. He's like, "What are you talking about, man? I didn't do anything." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, it literally went over the board." What I are love, you crying about? <laughs> I love. I love when they complain about penalties that are incredibly obvious yeah. and just like automatic. <laughs> It's it's like, they just have to have to make it like say that like it's not my fault. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> we scored off of that. Riley got the power play goal off of that maroon play, and like that's a that's something that's come up in every single game this series. You can't you can't take a penalty against these teams. You know they're too good. They have too much firepower. Stamkos, I think, uh, was it Stammer that got their power play goal? Or um, it was Kucherov, I think. I'll double check, but yeah. That, oh, no, no, regardless, was, uh, that Colton, line was Ross Colton. Whatever. Okay, okay. That but that line, amazing. regardless, in that third period, was was just laying it out on us, right? We talked about that, but it was yeah. they were just phenomenal. Yeah. That 
they have too much firing power to to give them chances like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's it, like I, I just thought it was funny that we were talking about it earlier. And then the very first goal from this game that like really changes the tide of the whole, you know, game in terms of momentum mm-hmm. was a stupid play from Maroon. Mm-hmm. Like you big old dummy. Well, I'd do that. <laughs> I'd be pissed if yeah. I was a Lightning fan. I want him scratched. Like, <laughs> it was such a stupid play. What's it? What's his like? What's his worth now if he's gonna get outplayed? You know, like it's not even out get again outplayed. He's just like contributed in or negatively towards the team. Yeah, like you know, yeah. Like, but that, that's I, that's a testament to the to the way the series has been going, anyways, right? It's the yeah, smallest sure. of margins that that the teams are able or like coaches honestly have been able to um to pick off and expose. Right, like the first game again, it was all the, yeah. the penalties. Our, our PK was phenomenal. The second game, I don't want to talk about the second game. <laughs> this game in particular, it was yeah. just this game. I thought we were we just turtled good. it. Yeah, we, well, we were great in the first. We just turtled, but no, but I, we were largely good on the PK. Yeah. Okay. Does get in like outshot like four? <laughs> no, but just, just on the PK. Like I thought the first PK was really good. I would say that the the power play goal that they scored. Uh-huh. Like that was on Kerf because he had all the time in the world to dump it, and then he kind of just held on to it mm-hmm. and like tried to be patient with it, and that yeah. resulted in a goal. But that's like the one I would say PK moment where I was like, "Why are you doing that?" You know yeah. what I mean? On the whole, I thought it was actually a good penalty killing. One thing I actually I thought, wanted to ask you about in yeah, particular was um, our power play. Remember that that moment? I believe it was in the second or the first where we had a two man advantage, and we were that, that's kind of the 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 play that essentially turned the tides throughout the whole game right we could not uh keep the puck we were just throwing the puck out it was just turning over yeah. constantly and after sloppy. that moment we just got super sloppy and they did the, the tampa just got confidence they just started laying it out on us right so after, what do you think happened with our power play in particular after the first power play which was phenomenal we got something like four shots off before we scored mm-hmm. our power plays were pretty garbage yeah they were sloppy as hell and uh i think like primarily what the adjustment was um and i might be wrong here but i think that tampa just played it far more aggressive on the puck carrier okay and we just got we just got sloppy we weren't making good passes you know and i think that is in part to tampa just really adjusting how aggressive they were on the penalty kill i thought the first power play where we scored they gave us so much time and space we had all the time in the world to set up that like matthews one timer that resulted in the in the whatever the rebound that goes to Riley, you know what I mean? So yeah, I thought they just played a less com- collapsed box, especially on that five on three, they were, they were hounding us every step of the way. And I think we expected more space than we got. Mm-hmm. And that just threw off the game. Um, but I agree. That was a momentum shift. I thought yeah. as well. Um, yeah. I thought like, you know, for the most part, I thought we were okay. Yeah. For the first period, especially, I thought we were fantastic. We started the game. Hot. Um, which is great to see, you know, after a game like last game, you don't want the momentum to slide from you once you lose a game. Um, so it's good to see us get hot, but then we went, we let the momentum slide from us in the game <laughs> when they just kept on pouring shots and we were just kind of sitting there like, please don't go in. Doesn't go in. <laughs> uh, my, uh, yeah. my heart, my heartbeat was uh, going pretty crazy <laughs> during that game. I was checking my pulse pretty often. <laughs> yeah, that was sure everything was good. nerve wracking. But I guess, yeah. okay, so now that we've kind of gone over this game, right, what do you expect going forward? Because, the, honestly, the series has been pretty, uh, it's been very dependent on the way that Raffin and the penalty situations have been called, right? But 
we see a more skill-based game and the Leafs kind of shown two ways, right? Is it in the first in the first game, we looked great with our special teams and we were playing very aggressive and we looked dominated, right? This in this third game in particular, uh we essentially just shelled up and we just tried to defend. So how do you think the Leafs should improve and what do you think they'll do to I guess help us in our next game? Game four. That's a good question. So I thought we were okay. I, like, okay. So the first thing I want to say is that uh, I don't know what the stat is, but the Lightning are insanely good after losing in the playoffs. Okay. They rebound really well every time. So and they uh, won two back to back Stanley Cups. I mean, I'm, yeah, sure, exactly. so I'm expect, sure they'd be good on that. <laughs> expect them to come out strong and expect them to come out with a lot of adjustments. That's the first thing I'll say. Uh, the second thing I'll say is don't let, don't give them any space. Don't give them an inch. We, like our PK was successful when we pressured the shit out of their puck carrier. You know, our five on five game is successful when we pressured them. Yeah. I thought we were just, we just collapsed and that's okay. In some scenarios, like if you're up by three or something like that, and you're, you know, trying to block shots and stuff like that and not make the offensive play to get them on their toes. Mm-hmm. But when you're down one, like it's just one bounce away from it being your lead gone, you know? I, to me, playing that way is you're inevitably going to give something up if it just keeps going on. And that was going on for a whole third period. Like they. And the second. Like, and the second. The yeah, second but what was I mean, just like, the same. Yeah, the second, especially the second half of the second period. Yeah. And that's what I mean. There was so much time left to play that style of play where you kind of just park the bus in front of the goalie. Like you're just one bounce, one bad bounce. Oh, yeah. away from 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 getting screwed we're, and uh we're looking me, at a that... five two five two game right where we we led we could easily have been the the opposite direction right we could have lost five to two but yeah continue yeah like i thought they had a lot of chances that just didn't go in and mm-hmm. that's partly because jack was amazing and partly because we got a little lucky you know yeah. there's a, a bit of both um but you can't rely on jack being that good like he was phenomenal you know mm-hmm. what I mean? you can't rely on that it's just too much to put on the guy uh because you're kind of parking the bus in front of him and you're just trying to weather a storm. You should be yeah. there making the storm. You know, you, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like we're a good offensive team. Yeah. We're a good team in transition. Use your skills, use your abilities to, to move the puck up the ice, pressure the puck carrier and win a 50, 50 battles. We sucked at that. This game, mm-hmm. we lost every board battle in our, in our end at the third period. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. kept the puck in the zone every damn time. It was, it was bad. We couldn't clear the puck. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Don't, hold your sticks too tight you know, play <laughs> play to your play to your strengths you know yeah and uh you know before this game when we were tied 1-1 i i said uh at worst we need to split the tampa series mm-hmm. right and it reminded me of a a quote from Kawhi leonard um Kawhi. On the, all right know, on the raptors run nick nurse said the same thing against golden state when we were in golden state he was like let's uh Let's split this. Let's split this, and you know, get one one against them at home. Mm-hmm. And then Kawhi said something along the lines of "Screw that, we're winning both." And then they win. <laughs> I want them to come in with the same energy. We uh-huh. got one. You know, get a stranglehold <laughs> of the series. I think as Leaf fans, we all know that three one doesn't mean you win. You know? <laughs> so, don't think of it as a win, but get a stranglehold. You know, uh-huh. like you can really put the pressure on if we win next game. Mm-hmm. This is a huge game. It's. Yeah, you know we can really pour the pressure on, and I do not want to see them come out flat because mm-hmm. the lightning will come out 
flying. They know yeah. how much this game means. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Don't and I want to see I want to see more movement with our with our top line too, right? So, um, like we we saw that Bunton wasn't really working with that top line, right? So messing around a little bit with our lineup, seeing what works, what doesn't. Like Kerfoot again, he had two phenomenal games beforehand, and even this game, like you said, that that chance that um that the Leafs got with uh with Matthews and Marner, uh, Kerfoot was on the line for that, right? So Keith has to he has to continuously just adapt lineups and see what's working and what doesn't work. I think it's just going to be more of a strategy based game than anything else. It's going to be who yeah. outsmarts the other coach. Um, yeah, and having sure. a hot goalie um, in the playoffs is phenomenal. So although we like we said, it's not uh, you don't want uh, Campbell to be essentially stand on his head to try to save us and win us games. Having him do that is oh, it's huge for very us. reassuring. Huge. Yeah, it's Dude, massive. His puck, his rebound control was so good today. Mm-hmm. There were so many like shots that I thought would have bounced off and uh-huh. created a chance from a rebound, and he just gobbled it up. It, he was really good. He's he playing Vesna really Qual- Yeah, not, he play, he's playing like when he was enough. when he was uh, yeah, when, when he was Vesna exactly. caliber. Yeah, a lot of Leaf fans were worried when he had that really bad stretch, and then you know since he's come back from that injury, it's been pretty pretty good exactly and this playoffs yeah. it's been really good yeah you know so he's kept us in this and mm-hmm. not even kept us in this we've been a good team like I don't <laughs> no he's kept us in this good. today he definitely <laughs> uh, kept us in this game well i think he kept us ahead today we <laughs> okay. played really we Keeping played really well in. in the first he, we played really well in the first period i do yeah know, okay like, you know mm-hmm. i thought we we deserved that three nothing lead yeah and then we also deserve to lose that three nothing lead, <laughs> but we didn't, so we're good. Yeah. Well, it's gonna yeah. be an interesting Next series. Game, I want to see him come out hot. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be an interesting series. It's gonna be an interesting game for. Um, it's honestly both teams are are playing equal. Like it's it's anybody's it's anybody's series at this point. It's whoever wants it more, right? When your we effort expected it. And, yeah, we expected yeah. it to be close. And yeah, I mean, you're playing close. the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions who, again, haven't played the regular amount of games that they normally would have. So it's not like they're completely tired or anything. They're yeah. a great team. They peaked at the perfect time right at the end of the season. No one said this was going to be a gimme. We, we already started playing the parade. I'm just but saying, though. It's okay. Like, we, we they're going to be playing well. And um, we just have to play, play well as well. We just have to mash their, their, um, their aggression. And I think we will. Yeah. I think we will. I think that Kampf, Engvall, and Mikheyev have been so important to our depth this yeah. series. And uh, it, like, it honestly reminds me of that Gord Coleman yeah. uh, Gaudreau line that uh-huh. Tampa had. It like legitimately does. Like Seeing Kampf get these two goals this series that were really clutch for us, seeing Mikheyev and Engvall just battle and just be super responsible defensively like it really reminds me of them and that's huge for us we need them to be on their game because uh you know they got some they got some good players especially when the top line isn't performing they right having your depth uh perform it's yeah yeah it takes any any little inch that you can grab that's going to make the difference and this that was a difference for us today so we'll see how game four goes sorry yeah go ahead sorry just one more thing engval should have shot that empty net I don't know why he waited so long to get like that scared the crap out of me that he kept it for that long in a playoff game. Screw being nice and giving it to your team. Just shoot it in the net. Please. <laughs> oh God, I was sweating. Hey, it's okay. It worked out in the end for us. And uh, yeah, we'll see how, how it goes in game four. It's going to be an exciting series. Um, and again, we'll be back. Uh, perhaps going to be back. We're going to be back with game over Toronto in the next game. So keep an eye out for that. 
And yeah, it was a bit, it's been a pleasure. This is what three in a row that we three in a row for us. One, yeah. Raf had to do the last. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> she she had to carry that. <laughs> I'm so nervous when we get a loss. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's been great. We'll catch you guys later, and uh, good luck to the Leafs. We're gonna we're gonna kill it. We're gonna do really well. That's all from us. Guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell. And uh, yeah, tweet us. Tweet us what you think, what you thought of this game.